0: Let's go straight into the message. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, church. Amen. Well, today I I was more or less trying to figure out one of these three sermons that the Lord wanted me to to share with us. Before I forget, for the new families, I brought some of my old uh, books. They are on the table there. Please pick one because they have been given out in the church already. And the last how to receive your healing, how to receive your healing, and I'm going to tie it to two other topics, only topics. I'm just going to share with you some of the things perhaps that hinder us from receiving our healing. Praise the Lord many times many of us know that you go into crusades people go into crusades where they are just unbelievers or maybe not in America or in many places where people don't have much faith and ministers prayed for the people and people will get instant miracles instant miracles most of those instant miracles the Lord used that to invite people into the fold to bring the people into the fold he said, signs follow where well, there are signs and wonders but when you now come into to the fold you are not a believer, you are in Christ the Lord expects more of you and me He wants you to be built up to grow so that you can learn how to because you, once you are in Christ you are not expected to be sick and afflicted you are not expected to be sick and afflicted because we are now in under the covenant the new covenant of christ it said that in Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 say christ has redeemed us from the course of the law He made a course for us now you have to believe that and you have to um, exercise that by appropriating that by confessing it that's one of the few things i'm going to talk about in how to receive your healing and how to maintain that healing also praise the lord so, but in the household of faith, people have many ailments and people pray for them and they were expecting instant miracles. And they don't see instant miracles. And begin to wonder why it looks as if in the body of Christ, people that are born again and, and delivered, and then they are ail- ailments, healments, ail- illness, and we prayed or they prayed and they prayed, somehow they were still struggling with receiving those miracles because of so many things and that is one of the few things that we met. i might want to point out some of the reasons why we don't receive our miracle or how to receive your miracle is what we need to teach one another and when you receive it how to keep it The Lord so much love that he has put several ways in the bible several methods whereby believers can receive their healing and i'm going to just uh I read about four or five ways from the scriptures What he has put in the Bible How we can receive our healing Be that we are under the covenant of the Lord Jesus Christ Give me Mark Gospel of Mark chapter 16 This is one, one of the methods That God has already put in the scriptures Where believers can receive their healing Mark chapter 16 from verse 16 to 18 Let me just read through that expression of our lord he said verse 15 he said, e that believeth and is baptized shall be saved and he that but he that believeth not shall be damned verse 17 and these signs now remember those are signs shall follow them that believe in my name in the name of our lord jesus christ they shall cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues they shall take up servants and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them this is the verse we are going to they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover now that is a means of receiving healing so you can lay your hand upon yourself because this is a promise of god somebody can lay hand upon you and you can receive healing through this method maybe that doesn't seem to work it's another method that he has put in the book of james chapter 5 verse 14. All of these are means of getting your healing as a believer now. James chapter 5, verse 14. Here, Apostle James was saying, Is any sick among you? Which means there should be no sickness among us. That's why I put a question Is any sick among you? We say, Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15 next verse and the prayer of faith is the prayer of faith shall save the sick and the lord shall raise him up and if he have committed sins they shall be forgiven him now underline that last phrase if he has committed sins they shall be forgiven him which means personal sins could allow the enemy to it's an open door for the evil to put sickness upon people but then when they call for the elders and the elders anoint them with oil Pray the prayer of faith. What is prayer of faith? Praying and believing that you receive is the prayer of faith. I pray and I decree. He so said, logically, give that in Mark chapter 11. I will get to that in a moment, but let me just quote it. In Mark chapter 11, what is a prayer of faith? Verse 24. Mark chapter 11, verse 24. He said, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray believe that you receive them that's the prayer of faith you have to believe you receive them and you shall have them now in that james said prayer of faith will save the sick and if he has committed sins the lord shall forgive him now that is another method of receiving your healing that second method i mounted anointing with oil along with the prayer of faith now there's another one that is called Praying one for another Which is also the same James chapter 5 But go further to verse 16 James chapter 5 verse 16 Now this is a common One that everyone should be able to use This is not talking of elders You don't need to call for pastors or elders It's saying between one another Confess your faults One to another Now this is Directed to the body of Christ Remember this this is not for the for the unbelievers this is not for the world this is in the household of, it's in its own house it's talking about all of these things we are pointing out there they are for the house of God believers confess your faults that's one of the things we don't do often that is if you hurt somebody or somebody hurt you Jesus Christ gave us what we say steps to take he said, if your brother offends you what did he say? go and talk to your brother yourself one-on-one and if he will listen to you then you have warned your brother to yourself so said you solve solved the problem and if he will not hear you take one more person with you that is tell this fellow and say this is what this my brother did to me and you you agree that yeah, that's wrong then both of you go and meet this brother including his sister and if you will not listen to the two of you, then you tell the church, okay, that is bring it to the hell to the people. Those are steps, and this is going in that direction. Say, confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. This came to my to the Lord brought this one to me one time. We visited a family in in California, and this brother said, Let's do breaking of bread. Just the two families. Oh, okay. So he brought the breaking of bread out, and I said, Brother, you did it, you do the breaking of bread. So as I stepped out, the Lord spoke. I mean, it was like somebody was right there. and said, He quoted this Bible verse to me. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that she may be here. I say, stop. The Lord said we should do this. Praying one for another. The Lord has a reason because there could be faults between spouses, husband and wife. That was not really, they didn't need to confess to me. But if you humble yourself under these Bible verses, the Lord will answer. There are many things that are in the house of faith that is and that is that could be a fault. It could also be between a person and a congregation. Or a person and a believer. Or a person and the leader of the congregation that is attending. If you confess it that this is what you if you have been convicted of course, because if you think you are not wrong, the vow will have to first convince you that you are wrong he said confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that he may be healed so we did pray one for another on that the and the lord answered but he wanted us to do that first confess your faults one to another and then pray for one another that's another method of healing that does not even require an elder. that's what he pointing out it just required that two people confess one to another that i did this i'm sorry and if you know the person you can go to the person i did this i'm wrong i'm sorry and the, and the fellow pray for you you pray for the person and that is what god is saying in the house of god now and the lord say you'll be healed now another method that god has put in his body for healing us is just by listening to the word of god like we are teaching teach the word of god and you believe and the Lord can heal you by the word that's what you see in many places where people are just preaching and the Lord is working wonders in the midst of the congregation by just hearing just hearing that God can do this God is doing this and you believe it God has used that many times to heal people but in the body of Christ just by hearing the word of God and then putting your faith in what you hear you can get healed also remember that but the problem with many of us is we were expecting instant manifestation of this healing and that has been our problem only by instant manifestation people come forward they are limping and the pastor came and lay a hand upon him or her and they are still seeing those pains and, and they are not knowing how to exercise faith the laying on of us can be a point of contact. then you have to release your faith that now, from the time a lay is upon me, I receive my healing. That's what the Bible says. Look at that, Mark chapter eleven again. Mark chapter eleven, verse twenty-four. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ said. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. When you? When will you have them? After you believe that you have received them. So if somebody pray over you, you have to believe that you received your miracles you a while, well, but it is still painful. Well, that is where your faith starts. You begin to confess. If you believe you have received them, what should you do? You should lift up your hands and say, Thank God, I have received this healing. And begin to thank him, and then you have them. Thanking him, then you have them. Now remember. Life is full of processes. Many things are not instant. Most things are processed. Put a seed in the ground and put water. How long does it take for that seed to germinate? Sometime. Some will germinate quickly and you begin to see the, the, the shoot. But some things are processed. And you have to remember that. And many times we believers we stop the process by doubt by shaking it out and say well the pain is still there and i'm going to point two things out in what i just said if you say the pain is still there or that is doubt number one but the word of your mouth is the next thing i'm going to point out the word of your mouth i'm going to point that one out and then i'm going to point out patience those are the three salmons? I have three salmons really, but the Lord said them just put it on divine healing. They are all related to the if you are going to claim your healing, you need patience. Number one, number two, you need to watch what you are saying, what is coming out of your mouth. Because the Bible said you can be ensnared by the words of your mouth. That is very important. but What I'm trying to link it to is to make you to see that many times When you have prayed for yourself Or somebody has prayed for you You should, from the time they pray for you Believe that you receive that healing or miracle Or anything you are looking for Believe you receive them And then if you believe you receive them in your heart Not just in the head, in the heart Now begin to thank God that Thank God I receive it And it may not manifest yet it may not show up yet, but don't change your confession. Amen? I don't think I'm getting to. Don't change your confession. Because in changing our confession, I mean our confession is, I thank God I am healed. And but how long does it take for that pain to linger? Or for that trouble to linger? Thank God that you are healed. It's for everything. It's not just for healing. You can use it for you are looking for a job or you are looking for financial breakthrough once somebody has prayed or you've you prayed and you believe then begin to exercise faith this is where the devil will challenge believers the devil challenges us in that area how long are you going to hang in there believing and thanking God that you have received the answer to your prayers how long? But you have to, if you are a man of faith, or a woman of faith hang in there as long as it takes thanking God that you have received the miracle and then just can say and ye shall have them remember and ye shall have them after you have believed that you received them this say you have to believe you have received them for one day or two days or one hour and then if it doesn't show up tomorrow you begin to change changing your testimony or your confession is the problem we have and that is what i'm trying to point out when i say patience Patience is a fruit that we all need to be able to walk faith with patience. Let me give you some Bible verse that points to that. So those who with use their faith with patience, they inherit the promise by faithfully waiting. By faithfully waiting, Hebrews chapter ten verse thirty-six or Hebrews chapter twelve verse one. You see, Hebrews chapter ten verse thirty-six. Let's see what that one says faithfully wait for whatever you are believing God for and the Lord will give it to you but right? don't change your confession very important so what you have need of patience that after you have done the will of God you might receive the promise whatever is the promise there is a patience required you need that patience to get your miracle manifested to you now I talk about the power of the tongue that is where I'm going to wrap it up because that is very very important to us believers what you say with your mouth what you say, what you are confessing now suppose you are having ailment and you went to church or you went to people and they prayed for you and believing God with you and you claim your miracle say thank God I am healed and you walk outside somebody you have told some days ago that you are having this problem and it man, you say, Oh, how is your body? What do you see? Are you going to say, Well, the problem is still there? Well, that is where your confession comes into play because they will even send people on your on your path to try to steal that testimony. But you have to testify. I, a man gave his testimony. Let me quote a story of a man that gave a testimony teaching us how to exercise your faith I'm just going to say the way I understood it and it was a minister of the gospel when he was still young he had probably he woke up one morning one side of his face was kind of paralyzed not moving and he went to the church and when they were about to wrap up he told the pastor can you pray for my healing so okay, come forward they and they anointed him with oil Pray over him and he said oh he was waiting for the man to say amen once the man finished he just lifted up his hand and said thank God I am healed and he went back and they were going home the trouble was still there the trouble was still there and people they are walking together and were saying did you really get healed when the pastor prayed for you Say, yes I am I said, but I, this your, your face of, your side of your face is still parallel when you talk now you can see is not moving I mean they were telling him what we call reality we could see that this father was still there and he said, but I know I am healed He said, why did you say that?
1: because the word of God says
0: so and they went to home and they said, "Well, you one call mom and said, come, mama come and look this man is saying he has been healed do you see any difference from when we went to church? and he said, oh, I couldn't see any difference why did you say you are healed? Said, but the word of God says so I am healed that is your confession. You have to keep confessing the word of God. And that man and the mother said, Well, maybe this man knew more something about faith that we didn't know. And he went home, he said he stayed slept, thanking God that he was healed. He woke up the second morning, the problem was gone. So he went back to the same friends and he said, Oh, you are here now. You could see you are healed. Yeah, I was here yesterday when I was praying for. No, you are not here yesterday. It was He said you have to confess, keep confessing the word Keep confessing the word You don't walk by sight, you walk by faith Faith in in the word of God So that is what we are trying to point out When you say the power of your tongue What you say can reverse what you just received Because God starts walking from inside Let's explain that God starts walking from the spirit we are spirit soul and body remember that we are three in one just like our god three in one
1: we are spirit
0: soul and body think of if you if you you, you have your father and he has deposited money into your bank account so you have money in your bank account but if you don't know how to so go and cash the money you can be you can die of hunger but the money is in your bank account there are many ways that you can go to the bank and catch. You know, so now in the world, if you have what they call ATM card, you don't even need to see anybody. You have to know where the ATM machine is and catch. That's one way. You can go to the bank and they will give you cash after you identify yourself. That's another way. You can either write a cheque. There's some ways of getting your money out of the bank. Similarly, God has put methods in the Bible for we, is children to caution in what he has already given us we have been healed 2000 years ago when jesus died on the cross he said he put our pains and afflictions upon christ believe that that is what the bible is saying when he said himself took up infirmities upon himself on the cross
1: when he said by whose
0: right we were healed on the cross so we believe that all of those things were already deposited for us we were already healed in the mind of god whatever sickness could come against you you were healed 2000 years ago now confess that you were healed after you have been prayed for believe it and it, and, and stand your ground against that disease of trouble and it will go believing remember that that is why I said it is like cashing what has already been deposited for you in a bank account but these are methods that we say lay somebody lay your hand upon you you lay your hand upon yourself you have the same authority you can lay your hand upon yourself and you shall be you shall recover. He said, Jesus Christ said, He shall recover. Remember that? And the sick shall recover. That shows us a process. He shall recover. We have so many examples in the Bible where the Lord Jesus Christ told the ten lepers. Remember ten lepers? And he said, Go and show yourself to the priest. When they cried unto him, Master Jesus, have mercy upon us. And the lord saw them and said, go and show yourself to the priest and they started going when they were going to the priest the leprosy was still there we didn't know how many steps how many miles to go to the city where they're going to see the priest before something changed and they were healed so remember there's a process for many things and that is one of the things why we cannot try to change your confession like that testimony of that brother that minister that gave his, his testimony and said he went home and slept over it and it was in the morning when he woke up the pain the problem was gone and then it could be enjoyed but when he was confessing oh now you are healed he said no yes i was healed yesterday when i was prayed for Conf- believing that the bible is believing that when i release my faith is when they lay hand upon me from that time forward i'm confessing and thanking god that i am already healed Remember that. And you maintain that testimony because there is power in the tongue. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Let's talk a little bit about that because that is one of the problems that we we have as believers. Mark chapter 11 verse 23. Give me verse 23 of that Mark chapter 11. And that is where I'm going to wrap it up. Mark chapter 11, verse 23, not Matthew. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. This is what the Lord Jesus Christ said. For verily I say unto you that whosoever, that includes you and me, shall say unto this mountain, Remember what we are talking about? You want to be healed, the healing of your body? It's like a mountain. But say unto that mountain, you are not even praying this time. When you pray, pray means you are asking the Father, Oh Lord, please give me this. Oh Father God, give me this. But now this is different. He's saying you are saying to that mountain. Why will you be able to say to that? Mountain? Because he has given you and me authority as believers. That's why you have that right to say to any mountain. So now he said, What you are this is a process or uh, what we call a, a, a methodology that God has the Lord has given to us in this particular verse. He said Say unto the mountain Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea And That is the first clause Shall not doubt in his heart That is the first clause And oh, But shall believe that Those things which he said Shall come to pass Now this is what you say What you say With your mouth shall come to pass so if you don't want it to come to pass don't say it amen, amen. you get so upset at your child you speak harsh word do you really want that to come to pass they don't say it so that is what i'm trying to point out when it comes to the word of our mouth because I, we were relating to divine healing all along but it's stronger than just divine healing because there is say technology that has come to us since I happen to be a technologist many years ago, 50 years ago we don't have something that we call cell phone, nothing don't have it now we have cell phone and you can turn on your cell phone and you can even ask questions from your cell phone you can ask what is the capital of so-and-so and and the answer is it will tell you we call it in the technological world voice activation you are speaking and he's answering you. Okay? Now, that's how far human beings have come. But the Lord is telling us from this Bible verse, Mark chapter 8, verse 23, that he told us say, because there are technology, I call it technology, spiritual things God has already created. We discover some of these things in the uh, genuine world. That's why God slowed down the human beings. God kind of slowed human beings down. 6,000 years ago when he created Adam and then they came to about 1,000 years later and they wanted to build the tower of Babel. God has to slow them down. Because if he has not slowed them down, they could have destroyed it because they are going to destroy themselves in the next few years. Third world war, nuclear blast, they will have destroyed the whole world. But suppose God did not slow them down. People have done that two, four thousand years ago and destroyed the old world because they are going to destroy the old world in the third world war. That Bible just can say if the if the days were not shortened, no flesh will be saved. See, but the days will be shortened. So you can see why God slowed them down. That we are now coming to the point where we can do voice activation, and you can say, I turn in and say, Google, what is the capital of Kenya, and it will answer. You have yours, maybe yours is Siri, you know, iPhone. And that is what we have come to. That we have gone beyond that to do nuclear weapons and so on. But God is telling us, in the spiritual world, there are technology God has already ordained. We are being told how to tap into it. Just like God said, knowledge shall be increased. He allowed man to tap into enough technology that we are able to now do this. Voice activation of something. And you can now talk from here to China. Look like the fellow is there. You can even see the fellow in China. And you'll be talking back and forth. That is how far we have been able to. But you see, all of those things, we were just discovering them. But you know, God has created some things in this world that we don't know how to tap into it. When I was talking on on my radio book, I said, this one that we call technology here, we have what we call community of engineers that discover all of these things over the years and now we have come to the point where we have voice activation but there is a community of spirits and they never die and they have perfected this thing the Lord Jesus Christ says voice activation also if you shall see unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea but what can make it not to happen? doubt if I take my cell phone, I try to talk to him, and I didn't say it quite well. The button is not pressed. Even Mr. Google will not know what I said. That's like confusing the system. Christ said, "Don't doubt in your heart, but believe what you say shall come to pass. Believe what you say shall come to pass. That doubt is what can reverse and make it not work." And now I'm saying that you can put that and extrapolate it on even healing of our body what are you saying after you have prayed for yourself what are you saying with your mouth very important why because jesus christ said it is the father that is in me that doing the works that is the spirit of god and he's saying those things have been ordained what are you saying with your mouth are you confessing that I thank God I have received it and somebody challenged you well you have not received it yet why do you say you receive received it? quote the Bible the Bible says I have received it don't shame your confession and there is a Bible verse that not Apostle Paul told us how to hold fast your confession Hebrew chapter 4 verse 14 Hebrew chapter 4 verse 14 Saying that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Actually confession. Whatever you are confessing, hold it fast. The same thing was said in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. You need to hold fast your confession, confessing the same thing that God said. Confess the same thing that God said. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for the for he is faithful that promised. If God has given you a promise, and this promise is what we just quoted in the Bible, if they shall lay hand upon the sick, they shall recover. That is for healing. In anything you want from the Lord, you need to exercise that faith. And when you pray, believe that you receive them. And after you say you believe, you receive them, begin to thank the Lord that you have received them. And while you are thanking the Lord, the devil is challenging you to try to make you doubt. Because it has not manifested yet don't change your confession praise the lord because the word of our mouth is what the lord will use to make sure that we receive what we said we have believed god for praise the lord now we're going to just pray for one for another that's how i'm going to wrap up the 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 exhortation that is there are ways that you can receive your healing and i tell you some of those ways pray one for another somebody pray over you they are not you with oil but you claim it, all of those, then you have to exercise faith after you have been prayed for, believing that I receive it and I'm not going to shame my words. I'm going to keep confessing and thanking the Lord that you have received what you have prayed for. And that is not just for healing, whether you're praying for job or you're praying for financial breakthrough. Once you have prayed, how many times should I pray? How many times should I pray? Pray and live. And you know, if you know He heard you, Then begin to thank him. Because many times just can say repetition, repetition can be a doubt. Repeating yourself, repeating yourself can be a doubt. If I say I have prayed and I thank God He has heard me concerning my particular request, now I'm thanking today, tomorrow. It has not manifested yet. You can say thank you, Jesus, because I prayed yesterday, you you have heard me you have to maintain that and keep thanking him and don't assume that he didn't hurt yesterday and throw that one and start praying all over again no you're just bringing in doubt how I many times should I pray? pray once and begin to thank him that you receive it until it manifests that's what I would say begin to thank him that you have received it until it manifests there are some things you can say you are praying for nations we are praying for Nigeria, we have been praying for Nigeria, we pray for America we've been praying against all these coronaviruses well if you pray that lord move these things out of the lands and we thank god we all pray together we thank god and we believe god and then you get gather tomorrow again to pray what should you say god move it out of the lands he already had it yesterday thank him that he has done it thank him that he has done it and keep thanking him that he had it yesterday and the process has started. Don't begin to say, oh, maybe you he didn't hear you yesterday. When you say I heard you the first time you called Amen. And that thing, and minister says something. He said, If I am praying for something and I didn't get it, there must be a change somewhere. A change. Not with God, that's to be with us. Maybe something needs to change something needs to change and that has to be with us because He never changes so if you have prayed for something and you are not getting it then maybe you need to look inside what have I done wrong Lord maybe the first thing we need to do is to check our love walk. work am I walking in love because that is the covenant he said a new commandment I give unto you and me that you love one another when he gave the commandments to Hebrews in Egypt, or when they left Egypt in the wilderness, he said, if you will keep my commandments and keep my statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I put upon the Egyptians. Look like that's their covenant. If you keep all these laws and statutes and obey his voice, you will not be visited with any of these diseases. But what is the commandment for us? He said, A new commandment I give unto you that you love one another as i have loved you so now if i'm loving my brother i'm talking of in you in the body of christ make sure that you are walking in love so if there is anything you have been praying about praying about you are not getting it the change has to come somewhere somebody has to shame not him me you and that is why you have to begin to look inside am i walking in that's the first commandment the only commandment he gives to us if you walk in love
1: there's no reason why
0: he shouldn't give you what you ask for if you walk in love there should be no reason for the devil to put any of these diseases upon us then we have to look inside our I walking in love between myself and my spouse, between myself and my brethren, between myself and anybody because anything that is contrary to love anything that is causing a trade, it's not with God so that God wants us to walk in love because he wants to live inside us, he wants to be like him and the only thing that can be there, you know, the first thing you have to shake is the word, shake your love work. And if you shake your love, look at the example of Job. Job was afflicted because somebody may say, "Well, you know, everything does not depend on what you do." Job was afflicted, and his friends came and said, "Job, you know, something must be amiss here. Maybe you have a secret sin that you have not confessed," and they were so Job, searched, Job said, he has searched himself he couldn't see anything wrong so that's why I said just search yourself if you cannot see anything wrong then present your case before the Lord maybe you'll be like those that God is boasting of like Job and then God is going to come true for you but should in case there is something that's why I, that's why that angel told us in that play we were doing prayer meeting or we we're doing a breaking of bread confess your false one to another because it could be from within us that is why the answer is not coming and when you shake yourself that there's nothing no hidden agenda, no hidden sin I have walked in love, I have forgiven one another I have asked for forgiveness for anyone that offended me and this sin is still tiring then you can present your kids before the Lord and he will answer but he said confess your falsehood to that if you are not getting an answer shake within you there must be a shame somewhere praise the Lord let's stand up to our feet that's how we're going to s- i'll go right with pray let's stand up to our feet and thank the lord and just pray if you have any um answered prayer that's what we are going to pray for because we have talked about healing it could also be anything you pray for this you pray for that and things have not been there's no breakthrough yet we want to talk to the lord i don't need to you don't need to, anybody to pray for you i want to just think of what we have just said maybe the reason why you have not gotten your answer maybe some deficiencies in me or in you I ask the Lord to open it to you confess your faults one to another when you see the person that you have offended you want to apologize there's a fellow that has that I testimony of a woman that has been going for prayer over and over again and she has not gotten that healing and she was in the meeting where the, the preacher talked about this that you need to walk in love and that could be the reason why some things were not answered and she was convicted, she remembered that she and her brother, her only brother have not been talking for 25 years she said, hum. she decided to go and call her brother after the after the fellowship, she went and called her brother and said, forgive me oh, of that and said, oh, I've been trying to call you too, forgive me and they resolved that and then she was healed without anybody praying for her that is what we are saying. If you have any really prayer, anything that have been in, that have been in there, prayer, not me answer. Check yourself. Do you have any offense with somebody? Not. I'm not talking to somebody in your church. Somebody, your family members, somebody that you are not walking in love. God is dealing with you and me, not with that unbeliever that you offend that offended you between you and me, because God wants to live in your heart and wants to answer your prayer and for him to answer your prayer you must be walking with him because Christ said if you abide in me and my words abide in you and that's how we abide in him obeying his precepts and his word abiding in us keeping to all those instructions that say his commandment is to love one another to have no animosity have no animosity between you and anybody and then confess to the Lord you can make retribution call the person if he is around and say, I forgive you, I'm asking for your forgiveness, and then resolve it. You don't even say it and that way say if you bring your offering before the altar and you remember, because it goes to remind you what is your offering? Praising and worship is offering, or come and be prayed for is offering, or whatever you came to come to the altar to fall before the Lord God. It's not like an offering. So if you bring an offering before the altar, and there you remember. That your brother, that means anybody that's family members, any, have heart against you, heart, any small thing. He said, stop that offering, leave it at the altar, go back first and reconcile with that your brother. So that's what I'm sharing you with. First, think about that. Do you have any heart against anybody? You want to resolve that. And then God will answer whatever prayer you have been praying financial breakthrough, jobs, promotion, health deliverance for anybody let's pray just talk to the lord yourself and as you talk to the lord and he brings something to your heart tell him you are going to resolve it he can even heal you on credit many people have been healed on credit by promising god lord i remember that fellow that is back in africa i'm going to call him or her and resolve this thing and if you make it in your heart god gives that miracle to you that is on credit make sure you call that fellow that you just he just reminded you and get clear of that. That is how the Lord works, and He's wanting us to exhort one another. This is what we are doing, exhorting one another. Why we see the day approaching. The Lord is coming soon. But he wants his house to be pure and ready. So talk to the Lord. Father, we talk, we prayed. We are touching our hearts right now, Lord Jesus. Help us, Lord. Individually. Search your heart father we are praying lord if anybody hurt us you want to release them before you have hurt anybody lord reveal that person to us in our heart right now so that we can make restitution after we leave this show you want to call the person and settle the problem so that our prayers may be answered even he said even husband and wife spouses he said let's, let's so that your prayers be not hindered the way you treat one another many people remember that he's talking to the, to the husband but he's talking to both of you in that case your prayer can be hindered if you are the one that is mistreating this other person your prayer can be hindered if you are the one that is mistreating this other spouse lest your prayer be hindered so just talk to the lord and say lord i want to resolve all of this help me lord and he will heal you because he already paid for this devil that is causing all those hindrances father we thank you lord for this hour of exhortation and we claim our healing and deliverances and miracles and breakthrough that we decide that you have asked you Lord as we surrender our life to the word of the living God, thank you Lord Jesus and we receive our miracles we receive our breakthrough, we receive our healing and we receive the answer to all our prayers by faith, thank you Lord, in Jesus Christ's name we pray, Amen Amen. Uh, Hallelujah it's time to give to the Lord of Lord I should I should get to hear about to hear man.